Look down, see what color you have on. Do you have on red? Today's Go Red for Women Day. Are you wearing red for women to bring in the matter of women's heart health and cardiovascular issues. That's what the American Heart Association has done for a very long time. And we are delighted right now to be joined by a cardiologist at UPMC who is also the director of the McGee Women's Heart Program. Welcome into the program, Dr. Katie Burlacher. Dr. Burlacher, thank you for being on KDK. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Rick, for having me. Hey, tell us a little bit about this Go Red campaign, because I think we oftentimes hear about these efforts to say we're trying to raise awareness. That's what we hear. But it's much more than that in that the American Heart Association also raises a tremendous amount of money for research. I mean, the the awareness is critically important, but so is the research side of things. So which one is realistically more important in the grand scheme of things? Oh, gosh, you're going to make me choose. Um, I, I don't, you, you know. I mean, you have to do both, right? You have <laughs> yeah, to do you both. To, you have to do both. They feed back and forth into each other, right? February is Heart Month, and the first Friday of February is always Go wear, go Red for Women um, to raise awareness, like you were saying. But what do we mean by that? We really mean learn about cardiovascular disease, prevent it, and treat it if you have it. And the research is an important component of that because if we don't understand how to prevent or to treat it, uh, we won't know what to do as patients or as people who are trying to raise awareness. So what should we be thinking about? I mean, we, we hear all the time about cancer being such a deadly killer. We've been yeah. through the pandemic. We know about that. We know it's important to put on our seatbelt when we go out on the highways because that can be. But as for so whatever reason, heart health among women tends to be farther down that list of talking points for us. Why so? Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly sure why it is. It's sad, though, because it is the number one killer for both men and for women. And, you know, the, the big focus that we've had this year is what we're calling reclaim your rhythm, which is really for us to get back to controlling our mental and our physical well-being. It's been a really hard couple years for everybody, but especially for women, if you think about those of us that have fallen out of the work uh, workforce and had to take care of things at home and maybe not live the life that we had prior to pandemic, it has brought a lot of stress. And with stress, we know that can increase your blood pressure and your anxiety, which will lead to heart disease later on in life if you're not careful. And so some of the big things that we're asking people to think about um, are ways that you can get healthier. We look at many outcomes within the medical world, and they're just things that maybe happen to you, meaning that you don't necessarily have a lot of control as to whether or not cancer is something that is in your family history, right? But heart disease, stroke deaths, cardiovascular issues, those are things I think that perhaps are preventable. Is that is that a fair statement to say that those are things that we can change the outcome? Absolutely. And one of the things that we're learning with that research that the American Heart Association and others fund is to figure out how much of it is preventable. And for right now, we think that more than 50% of it is preventable by doing behavioral modifications, such as exercising on a daily basis, eating with eating a proper diet diet, meaning, um, you know, eating more plants and less processed foods, um, reducing your stress that I go, like I was talking about, and 
checking things like your blood pressure and your blood sugar and your cholesterol so that if they are out of whack, we can help you, whether it's with behaviors or with medicine sometimes, get them into a good place so that you don't have that risk moving forward to develop cardiovascular disease later on in life. American Heart Association today had a goal of $3 million, trying to raise $3 million on this day, the first Friday for Go Red, Go Red for Women Day, the latest update is $1.47 million. So just about halfway to that goal. Katie, that's the great news. But Dr. Burlacher, how critical is it and how hard is it to get funding for research now, even for something like this that is such a big killer? You know, it, it is challenging these days because research funds, like all, all funds everywhere, are, are limited, right, and restricted. I do think we've made um, some grounds recently with regards to raising money through the American Heart Association and really getting money from our national um, government for, through places like the NIH um, and the National Institute of Health. And we work with even the CDC and other places to really think about various ways to get out to the community so that we can do a better job of preventing disease in the long run. So when we talk about going red for women and you talk about how we need to be educated, how we need to know more, is that just a matter of understanding what stroke symptoms are? Is that a matter of looking at our diet? Is that an understanding of knowing CPR and those sorts of things? Or are you talking about a a higher level of education than even that? Well, I I mean, it would be lovely if you have the time and the energy and the resources to do higher levels of education, right? But I would say you don't have to go that high. I don't need anybody. I mean, I would love more people to join me in the medical field. Shout out to those people who are are interested in that. But if, if that's not you, it's still important for you to understand a lot of those things that you were talking about, especially those those what we call basic numbers, right? Your blood pressure, your body mass index or your BMI. What is your blood sugar? What is your cholesterol? What's your good cholesterol and your bad cholesterol? All of those things are really important for us to be able to assess your risk. And then talking to your physicians about what your own individual risk is based on your family history and maybe some of the other diagnoses that you carry. It's really important that you take control of that and really step up to make sure that that you do not fall prey to a heart attack or a stroke later on in life. As a cardiologist at UPMC here in Pittsburgh, tell us about some of the work that they're doing at the McGee Women's Heart Program. Tell us what that's about. Yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of great work that's going on at the McGee Women's Research Institute, which is one of the um, research institutes that we work with closely. And as you were talking about before, the clinical care that we provide and the the day-to-day work that we do in the hospital really feeds into the research that our physicians and our scientists are doing. And and we work together collaboratively to give back to our patients so that we can improve the care. Some of the things that we're working on here in the Women's Heart Center are are looking at hypertensive disorders of pregnancy, things like gestational hypertension or what we call preeclampsia that occur during pregnancy or shortly thereafter and how we can better care for women at that time and immediately after, but also how it affects your cardiovascular health 10 to 20 years down the line. And that research is really um, evolving and and impacting our day-to-day lives and how we can improve the cardiovascular health of our patients. Do you feel that we're making progress? Are we moving in the right direction? Has, Has progress been made? Slowly but surely, I'll tell you, um, the pandemic felt like we were two steps forward and pandemic hit, and it's maybe one step back recently in the past two years because there's been a lot on our backs with regards to um, stress and extra risk factors 
Um, a lot of us have gained a little weight over pandemic because we've been less active. A lot of us have, have been a little bit more depressed because we don't see as many uh, members of our community or of our family and depression leads to cardiovascular disease. So I will say um, maybe we've paused a moment, um, but I'm very hopeful with regards to the future. There's a lot of great research going on um, and a lot of really exciting energy that's feeding back into the community to get people um, to a better place in their healthcare. All right. Are you wearing red today? Of course. I've, I've got a fancy red dress on. I figured you had to. Dr. Katie Burlacher, thank you so much for being on KDK and for sharing this, uh, this important information with us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for uh, having me and go red. Very, very good stuff right there.